This morning before I bring us the word of the Lord, I want to welcome everybody to church this morning. The Lord bless you. God will be ministering to us this morning by his eternal Holy Spirit, I mean to us, including myself. And I want you to listen by the word of the Lord. God does nothing except by the word. Hebrews 11 one says, Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Now we know by faith the walls were framed by the word of God. And the things which do appear came not from things which can be seen. The walls were framed by the word. Just like Jesus our Lord will speak in the days of his flesh by the word. That same word is true till today. That same word still brings life today. And as these words come forth this morning, it is the very words of God for the church today. Hallelujah. And if you do yourself something very good this morning, Please do not sleep. For even in the height of the greatest anointed message, people can sleep. We have an example in the Bible by a man called Etuchus. I don't know who can sleep in the preaching of Apostle Paul. But he slept and died. His own, his own, his own sleep led to death. But thank God that the word of God is quick and active. Amen brought him back to life I had someone said for you not to sleep get engaged in the preaching so so keep saying things that the pastor is saying keep muffling those words in your heart so that your heart can be your mind can be enlightened this morning we're going to take our Bible text Hallelujah. Our sacred Bible reading. You know, sometimes I am I'm tempted not to not 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 to say we should read from the screen. So we don't get too used to these things. So when there's no screen, so you don't attach attach your church to to mundane things. Our church has a computer. I like the church because they are tech savvy. The day tech is taken from us, then what do we do? So I feel this pain, but unfortunately, you are used to it. But you can get unused to it. Amen? Hallelujah. We must start learning to prepare for sudden changes. Sudden. In righteousness. 
for there could be drastic laws that will prohibit certain liberties we've heard in, as Christians. I don't know why I'm saying this this morning. You start bracing for certain changes. I was praying and God, God, God was speaking to my heart. He said, The enemy is a long time planner. But the church plans for the short time. And so before the warfare starts, he has laid down his strategies. And until we rise up and begin to think long term, he will always win. But I will raise for myself a witness in the end times. For indeed, the end time is now. My prayer this morning is that as the event of the world unfolds, we will not make light of the gravity of the prophetic fulfillment of God in the end time. So that that day will not catch us on our ways. This morning, I want to take a short time. I am so glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I want to hear your hands. I belong to my Lord. I am glad. I am so glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am glad. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. Amen. Now imagine someone walks in here now and shoots all of us dead. How many of you is possible? No, but never crosses your mind. All in your mind is today and tomorrow we will make this project. We will travel this city. We will invest here. We will invest there. But God says, what is your life? It's like what? A vapor. That appears for a little while. Ma, this man is a vapor. That babe is a vapor. It's for a little while. No, I knew when I married my wife. I was telling her I was working. I said, I said, I said, one of the reasons God has married is that I, 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 I help you stand before God boldly at the day of judgment. Someone's not hearing me. Because the day the spirit leaves the body, 
I can't kiss her again. It's gone. And one day it will leave. Do we think about that? I'm so glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my God. He said everyone that is expecting him to come, we purify themselves. The reason the church lives in so much sin is because no, the church is no more expecting him to come. We are focused on everything apart from God. But this morning, I want to trust the Lord to remind us again as the day draws near. What is this sign called? Question mark. Let's turn in our Bibles this morning, everybody, to John's Gospel, the third chapter. John 3. Um, I wish we can have that scripture in, in the Amplified. Let's read from Amplified this morning. John 3, we're going to read from verse 1. John 3, from verse 1 to 21. And, uh, let's read together this morning in that scripture, John's Gospel, the third chapter. The first verse to the 21st verse. Father, as we read your word this morning, let the life in your word register in our hearts and our spirits. Let the understanding you want us to derive from your word be made clear to us this morning. In the name of Jesus. Now there was a man, let's read together from the scriptures. There was a man, or a certain man among the Pharisees, named Nicodemus, a ruler, a leader, an authority among the Jews, who came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know and are certain that you have come from God as a teacher. For no one can do these signs, these wonder works, these miracles and produce the proofs that you do unless God is with him. Just answered him. Uh, that means he asked him a question. Because for, for that to be an answer, there must first be a word, a question. And as I said to him, I assure you most solemnly. Or I say this way, because I love the way Amplia puts it. He said, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you. Let me hold on there this morning. We've come to a point where sometimes it's become difficult to, to see through 
the means by which God communicates. God is communicating to mortal men through, through a language limited but expressing an eternal truth. Now, this became a little more difficult because this man, Nicodemus, was an authority. Was a Pharisee, was a teacher of the law. But there was something he didn't understand. That Jesus had to explain to him. As a template for us. And unless a person is born again anew from above, he cannot ever see like that word ever someone say ever do you know what ever means ever means the highest adjective that is it to be impossible forever so when God says something will never happen then it means it will never happen. He can never, he never ever see, no, be acquainted with and experience the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter his mother's womb again and be born? And just answered and said unto him, Most solemnly, I tell you, unless a man is born of the water and even of the spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. What is born of and from the flesh is flesh, of the physical is physical, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not, do not be surprised, astonished at my telling you, you must all be born anew from above. The wind blows, breathes where it wills, and though you hear its sound, yet you neither know where it comes from, nor where it's going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered by asking, how can all this be possible? Jesus replied, are you the teacher of Israel? And yet do not know nor understand these things. Are they strange to you? I assure you most solemnly I tell you. We speak only of what we know. We know absolutely what we are talking about. We have actually seen what we are testifying to. We were eyewitnesses of it. And still you do not receive our testimony. You reject and refuse our evidence. That, that of myself and of all those who are born of the spirit. If I have told you of things that happen right here on earth and yet none of you believe, believes me, how can you believe, trust me, adhere to me, rely on me if I tell you of heavenly things and yet no one has ever gone up to heaven but there is one who has come down from heaven, the son of man himself, who is, who is dwells, has, dwells, has come home in heaven. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert on the pole, so must, so must, so it is necessary that the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross in the order that everyone who believes in him, who cleaves to him, trusts him, and relies on him may not perish but have eternal life and actually live forever. 
For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whosoever believes, trusts in, clings to, relies on him shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, but have eternal everlasting life. For God did not send the son into the world in order to judge, to reject, to condemn, to pass sentence on the world, but that the world might find salvation and be made safe and sound through him. He who believes in him, who clings to trust in, relies on him, is not judged. He who trusts in him never comes up for judgment. For, he, for, for him, there is no rejection, no condemnation. He incurs no damnation. But he who does not believe, cleaves to, rely on trust in him, is judged already. He has already been convicted and has already received his sentence because he has not believed in and trusted in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He is condemned. For refusing to let his trust rest in Christ. The basis of the judgment, indictment, the test by which men are judged, the grounds for the sentence lies in these. The light has come into the world and people have loved the darkness rather than the light and more than the light for their works, their deeds were evil. For every wrongdoer hates or loads and detests the light and will not come out into the light but shrinks from it, lest his works, his deeds, his activities, his conduct be exposed and reproved. But he who practices truth, who does what is right, comes out into the light so that his works may be plainly shown to be worthier. Wrath with God, divinely prompted, done with God's help, independent upon him. May the Lord bless the reading this morning of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. This morning I want to share with you a very quick thought. And I tag this short talk this morning, the most important question. Please tell your neighbor the most important question. Please say one more time, the most, the most important question now let me say this way the most important things according to jesus hallelujah now the encounter we just read is a sincere encounter with jesus by man at midnight Now, I presume that it's, it's, it's good to have men's opinion about things in life. You know, this morning, our brother was sharing with us um, in, in, in Matthew 16, where Jesus was asking um, um, Peter, who do men say I am? And Peter was so quick, you know, rather, the other folks were, were so quick to, to give response of who, who they thought or, or who they've heard men say Jesus is. And sometimes it's very quick to tell about what men are saying. It's interesting to note that in scripture we find several instances where, where Jesus made his will so plain. He made his intention so plain. And this morning, I want us to look and see what Jesus calls priority. 
because it seems to me today in the world in this in this in this age of great deception that many folks are getting their priorities from a wrong source there are all kinds of things happening that shapes man's view to the world You know, today I don't want to go into too much um, 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 depth in, 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 in reasoning of psychology or philosophy, but, 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 but let's, 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 let's become this morning like Nicodemus. He came to Jesus by night and asked him some questions and Jesus changed his priority. He helped him to rearrange and reorganize his, his concept about life and life indeed. Now, before I go this morning, let me redefine to us what it means to have eternal life. Eternal life is, is not living forever. Because every creature has eternal life. Let me repeat that again. You see, once you hear the word eternal life, what comes to your mind is forever and ever. No, that's not what God has promised those who believe in Jesus. For every creature that has breath lives forever. For spirits don't die. When a man dies, either saved or unsaved, his spirit goes back to his maker. And, 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 and at that time, there is, that's where true, true life begins. How's it been this morning? Hallelujah. In the last three, four weeks, I've been teaching on redemption and, and salvation. And, you know, I was talking in particular to the leaders and I was telling them, you know, I think it helps. And I was giving a statistics of, of the number of folks that die on earth per day. I remember what I said in that teaching. In 2022 alone, from World Statistics, over 67 million human beings died. And South Africa population is just 60 million. That means an entire country died. But as men are dying, men are being born again. Or rather, men are being born to the world. But there's something that must start to rise in our heart. These folks that are dying, where are they going to? Amen this morning. Amen. You know, I, I think it's true that whatever thing you talk about that comes to the fore starts, starts coming true for you. That's why it's dangerous for you not to stand in the truth of God's word. Because whatever truth you or whatever thing you think is true and you are teaching becomes your reality. So be careful to teach Christ because the more you teach and read about Christ, the more Christ becomes your reality. It's interesting, in the, in the last two weeks, I've had at least four people that have died that, that, that I know. So when we say two people put die per second is true, now I can confirm it. So the pursuit of the GL 600 is waste. 
in the light of eternity. Someone say amen. Am I saying don't aspire to get GL600? No, I will get one. But I'm getting it in the perspective of eternity. It mustn't determine how I live my life. I mustn't bend rules to get it. Because I'm not called on earth to impress anyone. I'm called to serve the living God. I'm called to lead a life of holiness. Because those that have this hope in themselves will purify themselves. The greatest question of priority in life. For some of us, we've allowed the society to determine what is priority for us. And what is priority? You know, they want to say to you that, 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 that at a certain age, there's some things you must have acquired. The society have set the, 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 the criteria for success. So we are pursuing, we are trying to do and be like someone else. And the church has forgotten that, yes, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. Say with Miss Bonnie, say, I am not of the world. And therefore, the world cannot dictate my priorities. Amen. And everything the world does is to, is to dictate the priorities according to, to, to how we accept it. To, to fame, you know, to, to self-fulfillment, to self-accomplishment, and to honor, and to, and to, and to, and to, and to breaking world records. Amen this morning. How many of you know that many folks in the world today are trying to break world records, in, including supposed believers? Have you observed that when one person does something and it, it, brings, it brings global attention, suddenly everybody starts doing to the point that we are hearing all kinds of Guinness record to, to be broken, all kinds of stupid and crazy ideas, all kinds of filthy and satanic ideas just to enter Guinness book of record. Why? Because, because, because the priority of, 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 of the people is not hinged on the priority of Jesus. So listen, my priority will be defined by the Lord Jesus. Amen this morning. This morning I want to share with us very quickly if I can. Five. Things that Jesus says we should prioritize. Just five. And I will run. You see this morning, I see the Lord Jesus taking us in and showing us the things he wants us to prioritize. This morning, number one. He wants us to prioritize Life eternal. 
Onko se life eternal? Se on se life eternal. John 17, verses 1 to 3 this morning. Help me if you can. John 17, 1 to 3. John 17, 1 to 3. And, 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 and these words speak Jesus. And lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son. And thy son may glorify thee as thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is eternal life. Prioritize eternal life. For eternal life is only found in the son. But guess what it says here? It says for this is eternal life that they might know. So your knowledge of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Ghost is what? It, so if there's anything he wants you to pursue and seek after is the knowledge of who God truly is. Let me ask you in the last one week. Has God crossed your heart? Have you, have you, have you said, let me just study about who God is. Do you know that everything that Jesus told Nicodemus was strange to him? And, and Christ was concerned that I'm telling you earthly things. That means what he was telling him was way beyond many more things he could have told him. But he couldn't bear them. I have yet many things to tell you. But right now you cannot bear them. But when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you. I believe now we have the Holy Ghost. And we're I, I feel something in my heart this morning. That we are able to press into this truth. Believers, it's time to quit stand by the brink of the river. It's time to jump in the flow and press into God. For in this time, you need the whole hand of God to hold and support you in these times of great deception. This is eternal life. That means if you find eternal life by believing, it is sustained by your study. Let me say it again. Kelvin, you find eternal life by believing in Jesus. It says, to sustain it, you need to keep studying about Jesus and about God. He said, for this is eternal life. That what? That they what? They know. How do you know if you don't study? So as you are in your shop. Amen this morning. The days are over when all you seek is for, is for pastoral prayer. Lord God wants you to come before his presence by yourself. Because when pastor is taken, you see, it will be foolish for us to, to allow the, the, this prophecy to, to apply. Strike the shepherd. No, it's in the old. Now the shepherd is spiritual. It's in you. It says, for the Holy Ghost is our teacher. He will teach you all things. Christ says, this is priority. This is eternal life. That they know. How much of him do you know? Amen this morning. But God never says to know God is impossible. No. As you read the Bible, 
you will know him. You know, these days you can have 10 Bible translation up on your phone. But guess what? You don't read them. You know, I paid as a pastor and, and I see what, what, why Jesus sometimes will cry and Paul will cry. Because he discovered that the more he told them to read, they don't read. I've known by experience that it's true. If you leave church today, I guarantee you won't read until next Sunday again. But when you, when you hear the word in church, you are convicted. But when you step out, you forget true of us. There's something wrong. No, it's, 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 only a, it's, it's only a pastor whose heart is with a lot of people that will know that. But it can change. When you make up your mind. I've got my mind made up that I won't turn back. Because I want to see my Jesus someday. Hold on church. Your mind must be made up. Because this mind is the battleground. God seeks you to obey. But Satan seeks you to disobey. And because your mind is conditioned to the flesh. It's easier to disobey than to obey. This is eternal life. You get to a point where certain things on social media will become disgusting to you. You know what I mean by disgusting? Not that it's wrong, but it has nothing to your growth. Amen. Because the more you pay attention to these things, the shape, the trajectory of your life. Let me announce this one that Satan doesn't have two horns. Those things you see with him, you have horns. Satan don't have horns. When was created, the Bible says he was full of wisdom and beauty. He was dead with, 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 with godly tapestry. He comes shortly. He comes in wisdom. And his wisdom is to get, see, anything that gets you out of God, out of the love of God, out of the time of God, is satanic wisdom. See, so there's a wisdom that's of the earth, that is sensual. It brings forth sin. But that woman God, he says, is first peaceable, entreatable, able to make the wise unto God. So anything you do on social media that is not making you wise unto God is satanic. Someone say, I'm hearing, Pastor. How many of you know that if Christ were here today, this is how he would, he, he would teach the priority of God for the church today. The days are evil. The time is, is, is being constricted. What are you doing with your time? Are you on the word? Are you on the path of righteousness? Is your mind made up? It's not at the day of battle that your mind is made up. It's, it's made up before the battle begins. 
and we still have some time, even, even though the battle has already begun. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Why is this important? Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 to 15. Thank you, Lord. Revelation 20, verse 11 to 15. Jesus told Nicodemus, he says, the one speaking with you is the one who has come from heaven. He's the one that has come from the place where no one has been to. He's the one that has come from the bosom of the father. I'm declaring to you the eternal truth. What will happen after now? Hallelujah. And I saw a great white throne. You know, there's a throne that everything on earth will flee away from. Robin, are you hearing me this morning? A day will come when the whole creature will flee from the presence of God. Where, where everybody will run into take cover. At the appearance and the sound of the Lord. This day shall be dreadful and shall be, shall be awesome. For some a day of joy, for some a day of gloom forever. It is what you do with Jesus on earth today that determines how you re- respond and react at that time. You can dance in the church all you like. But without Christ is gloom. You can serve in the church all you like. Without Christ, his gloom. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? You know, I woke up yesterday morning, I told my wife, Oh, my plumber, oh, my plumber. He has to hear the gospel. friends have you told about this for eternal life is sure when they close their eyes in death it's gone amen this morning and you are saved you shouldn't end there And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heavens fled. My house will flee. You know, a day will come when, 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 when that so-called house will make no sense. Some of you are, are trying to run to the city while some are running to the bush for the sanctity of their lives. I know in the early times, there were people because of the life of God, they left everything they had and they went to the forest to say, to preserve their soul and preserve their heart from the corruption in their age. This is 1500s. What corruption was in that time? Was there any? But yes, there were. Can you compare that with what's happening now? Yet some, some people ran away 
Lord, I cannot sin against you. Lord, I would rather die alone in the forest and be with you than stay in town. I'm not saying leave, leave your area and go to... I'm telling you what, you can be in town but yet have this mind. This is why you become untouchable with, from Satan. This is why he can never deceive you. This way not... Where this mind lost is dead. That will come when there is nothing you possess that you can't give it out because of the knowledge that is transient. And for a moment, God is bringing us to this point. For until we get here, guess what? We are trapped. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. there. Sons and mass, I show you under God, this is how it will be. Now we call before the Lord Almighty to stand before the Lord in judgment, before the holy angels and the saints of the whole world, whose numbers are, are, are innumerable and, and, and the seas round about the throne of God, from whom the holy fire proceeds in righteousness. And now behold, we call on victor to arise and come. I have been given the opportunity on earth to stand before God to give account of what he has done on the earth while he liveth. Now approach the throne. I'm telling you this I do be. We will all approach the throne in quietness, in fear and trembling. We will stand before the Lord. Isn't God kind to tell you how you will stand so that when you stand, you stand right? These are everywhere we quiet. All your secret sins will be brought up. Though forgiven, but shall be exposed. You didn't hear me? Sir, the money you stole that nobody knew when you stole it, Everybody will look at you, including me. I'll say, ah. There will be no pride of anyone. Everyone will be like a baby before the Lord. We will stand before the throne. Nothing secret will be kept from him. But for those who are saved, mass and sons, the Lord will hug you and wipe away your tears. But it doesn't end there. This is where I get scared. Don't go yet. And the books were open. And another book was open. Which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of the books. The dead will be judged. My pain was that my mechanic had no opportunity to hear the truth. Because he died in coma. But I know he has heard the word. And that day as I was coming from the hospital, I went to see him two weeks ago. I, I, I was coming back and, and, and somebody followed me in my car. He's, he's a Muslim and he's his friend. And, and, he, and he followed me and, and then at 4 p.m. He was, he was playing the Islamic. You know, in my heart, I was, I was, I was sad. I, I said, I, said I, won't, I won't talk to him. I just, I'm going home. And then, and then, and then, and then it, it, was, it was at 4 p.m. He was playing the Islamic call to prayer. My heart provoked. I gave him four minutes to do that nonsense. In my car. Finish it. 
I, I turned to him. I said, do you know where you, where you are going when you die? He's an old man. He says, not really. I said, so why are you doing this? He said, that's the way. I said, that's on the way. You know my joy? That man had the truth. Because that man will stand before God. And may it not be that I had the opportunity to tell him. But I didn't. Because he's older than me. Because books shall be opened. So patient. And it says. And another book was opened. Which is the book of life. And the dead. Someone said the dead. That means those who died actually have not died. Because they are still reckoned as though they are alive. Because death actually is not the end. It's the beginning of life. You know, as I'm here, I'm seeing myself how I'll, how, how, how I'll be light instead if, if I'm found. You know, the Elad do see is better. Some will have the benefit of writing how they, they, they want to be buried. I want that, but if it doesn't happen, they think he that that the 18 on whom that tower Solomon fell were they were they more sinful? No, they weren't. How you die, you don't know. Have you noticed that when people die, they, they, they shrink, they, 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 they reduce so much they, they, a huge man will become like a child. Have you seen it before? Hold on here. Give me Isaiah 40 from verse 7. We'll come back here. Well, don't go. You're standing before the judgment seat of Christ. Isaiah 40. Does this make sense to you? Does this, does this scare you? Jesus came to scare you to life. Yes. He came to show you love by life. Yes. Isaiah 40 verse 7. Verse 7. From verse, from verse 5. And, and, and give me in the Amplified. Let, let, let's say says it. And the glory, majesty, and splendor of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. A voice says cry and prophesy. And I said, what shall I cry? The voice answered, proclaim. Now say proclaim. God says, tell man. You know, some men who died out of sickness, they don't put their, 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 their picture when they were sick. They put when they were still in, in, in Shagodi. I was it. Mommy, I, is it true? When you see them at the dead bed, there's nothing about them anymore. And, and that, 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 that's the same life. You be doing like this. That same life you'll be, you'll be walking like elephant. That the same life you'll be doing. So say, man. God says, so that we know how to live our lives. Now, the world is there, but for the church, it says, cry and tell them. Tell the living souls I've made. All flesh is frail as grass. God says, say, say, say I am frail. No, sometimes you don't know. You know, they'll say, no, don't say, God says you are free, you are free. It means you are, you are fickle, you are feeble. You are not, you are not what you think you are. So place your heart in eternity. Serve him with all your might. 
you know, anytime I wake up, I'm low, I say, Lord, this little strength of mine, for today I will serve you. I will, I will invest in eternity with the, with the time I have, for I don't know how many more time I have lived. Now, I'm not saying go and be looking like, but live in the midst of this world with that perspective. All flesh is grass and frail, and all that makes it a what? Attractive is kindness, is goodwill, is mercy from God, is glory, calmness, however good, is what? Transitory, like what? The flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flowers fade when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely all people is like. Sit down before the truth. Ben, are you hearing me, Benemos? So that you can live in the parity of eternity. Like, like this man came to Jesus and asked those questions. And Jesus was kind enough to give him what his priority should be. But thank God he obeyed and yielded. Because in John chapter 7 and 9, he put in words for Jesus. And in John, John 19, he and, and Adamatiah went to bury Jesus. They were secret disciples of Jesus. The grass with us, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon them. Surely all people are like grass. The grass with us, the flower fades. The flower fades. Serve the Lord your God. Your created before the silver cord is broken. The cord is your life. One day shall be broken. Point number two. Priority. The word. And do you know that when Jesus spoke these things, the truth in these words of Jesus has not changed till today. Because Christ Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Blessed are those who see not, yet believe. But much more blessed are those that are seen and believe. But if you see and not believe, there's judgment. For this kingdom is being contended for. For the days of John the Baptist until now. God's kingdom suffered what? Violent, and the, now the violent is not shouting. Those that hold their stance in God and says, no matter what comes, I stand for him. We die here. Is your mind made up? This morning I'm, I'm trying to help us make our minds up. For mind is made up. Master, we know that you are from God. But I came by night. I'm ashamed of the Jews. Because I'm itself the law. I ought to know. But I perceive there's something that I don't know that you know. Because of the result, the things you say, the things you are doing. I've read the law. You are quoting something that is beyond me. And I think it's beyond you. Can you please explain to me? And he believed. Because the fruit he produced afterwards showed he believed. 
When they spoke ill about Jesus, he says, no, our Lord will not judge anyone until he has heard from him. And the whole council shut him down. That means it was the only one that stood for Jesus. For he that is ashamed of me before men, I was ashamed of him. But this man wasn't ashamed of Jesus. The days are over to be ashamed of proclaiming your Christ's faith. How many of you know that the youths of LDS, they commit two years of their life for service of missionary to proclaim the message of Joseph Smith? Those boys you see wearing those tags, it's a two-year course. Before they think about marriage, they must have done that course. Church, let me see your hand if you have seen those boys wearing white and black with tag. Carrying one box, preaching. They are called elders. Two whole years of their life. No pay. Sometimes their parents sponsor them. Sometimes they go to foreign lands. They go as missionaries. Young children. Because in their mind, they are fulfilling the commandments of Christ. Okay, let's give it. They are missing it. Okay, you don't know it. What are you doing? How many of you have ever seen draw witnesses getting ashamed that you bang the door on them? Have you seen them before? In fact, the more you bang the door on them, the more they rejoice that they are, they are suffering for the gospel of what? Of Jehovah. And you just slight rejection. You feel, is this worth it? In fact, if they come to a house where they know the person knows the word, they will mark that person. That, say, this house, don't go there again. But this morning, I'm here to challenge you that you are sitting so much long. You are not doing the will of the Father as you ought. And the deception is sucking men in by the day. It's time to arise. Number two, the word. Luke 10, 38 to 42. Help me this morning. Luke 10. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are marching in the light of God. We are marching in the light of God. I am marching to the light of God. I am marching from the light of God. I am marching. Marching, marching, oh, I am marching in the light of God. Are you marching, 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 oh, are you marching in the light of God? Are you marching in the light of God? Are you marching in the light of God? 
Are you standing in the word of God? Are you standing in the word of God? It came to pass as they went. That he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at the feet, at Jesus' feet. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. And came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she may help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful about and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. I found out in my life that many believers are pursuing the things that are not needful. And they are expecting the needful things to stay. Combat. You combat about many things. You are worried about things that should not worry you. The things that worry you actually will have been solved if you have stayed in the word of God long ago. The answer to that challenge is actually is in the word of God because you've not, you've, you've not taken time to stay there. That's the reason you've not found the answer yet. For every answer is in the word. Every answer is in the word. My son, attend to my word. God says, incline your ears to my saying. How, how many times will he say that to you? Let this word not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life to those that find them. And hell to all their flesh. What else do you want the Lord to do? One thing is needful. Kelvin, are you hearing me today? Church, are you hearing me this morning? The Jesus we pray to man to answer our prayers says to us one thing is needful. This morning I dare you try that and start paying more attention to the word. This morning I wish I, I, I could end here. And I want you to challenge yourself. Mirabel, Mirabel, I hear him this morning. To read Bible. What is the essence of Jesus being your Lord when you don't obey what he says? What's the point? And I don't want to deceive you and help you not serve just by allowing you to come to church and make you feel it's, it's nothing. Do you get the point? You know, it's a way I can make you feel you are just doing well when I'm not pointing to this truth. Robin, are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, Jesus came to their city. Is it not right for him to eat? And, and one of the sisters was just, was, just, was just occupied with what seems important. That means not everything that's important to men is important to God.
father says, no, you are serving this God. This service is becoming too much. Yep. Men will say, well. But God will say, no. They are serving Jesus. And she's there cooking for everyone. And I'm sure she's, you know, released. And Jesus called her twice. see that call twice it's not ordinary when jesus did that everybody that was dead knew what christ said because they were all jews please this morning he said to her mother mother when a Jew's name is called twice, the next thing to be said is not normal. This is something from the depth of the heart. God called Moses, how many times? Moses, Moses. Saul, Saul. How many of you know that God still speaks to men? And he's speaking to us this morning. Can I beg you to just... I don't know. And I'll say why he said, how, how, how are you slow of heart? How are you so foolish and so stupid? That you can't hear. And I'll say why he said that. Because the, the, the man's heart is grossly... But this morning I'm praying that we'll be like Cleopas. That after their hearts steered them up, they didn't sit down. That same night they stood up and ran back to Jerusalem. The reason they begged Jesus to stay was because that road was dangerous. But in the light of the revelation of Jesus of the truth, the danger of dying disappeared. The same men that begged him to come and stay because he can be robbed. They didn't care if they were robbed now anymore. Because their life has ceased to matter to them. You are in combat with too many worries. One thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good one. And that one shall never be taken away from her. That means there are things we have that can be taken. Even if they are not taken, you will relinquish it. Do you know that no matter how hard a child holds a thing, once a child sleeps, he drops it. You drop it intentionally or when the call comes. But there's one thing that can't be dropped even at death. The seed of the word in your spirit. Till eternity. You see that's the reason? You mustn't be back to join Bible study. Let the hunger of God stay up in your heart one more time. One thing is needful. And Mary your sister has chosen it. And it's the word. And this one will never be taken away from her.
pastor, how do I read? I recommend to you one verse per day. You know one verse? One verse sometimes is no more than two lines. One verse per day. Today you have opportunity to even play scriptures in your ear. You hear, wow. If I'm driving long distance, I use it. I play scriptures. Alone in the car. I read scriptures. I stay on the word of God. Study right now to show yourself. Approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. The same way Jesus preached this truth. Every time we record the Bible, only a few respond. But this morning, I want everyone here to respond. Church, is it possible we respond? Yes. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. You know, I was watching. I was watching. I was watching. Okay, a few minutes to close. I was watching how to extinguish gas cylinder when it's burning. You know, some will pour water. Some will pour sand. No, just take a wet blanket. What you are doing is that you are stifling it of oxygen. Fire gets more intense when oxygen is exposed to it. But once you close down the fire and there's no air entering, it goes off. The reason there's so much anxiety, so much fear, so much worry, so much pain, so much attacks, so much oppression is because we are feeding there's enough oxygen we are giving to Satan in our minds. That's working with. But begin to stifle. Begin to deprive him of materials. By staying in the word. One step at a time. One verse. Say one verse. Per day. Say one verse. Per day. That's the minimum. And I guarantee you, it will be sufficient for your state. When you need more verse, you will know. When you need one chapter, you will know. For the Lord Himself will put the hunger for more than one verse in your heart when you take one verse. You find out that, ah, no, I think I can take more. I can take more. I can take more. I can take more. And then you start finding the joy in taking much more of the word. Joy, one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen it. And Jesus said, this one shall never. Someone said never. If God says something shall never be taken, it means there's no demon that can take it. Nothing can take it. Is this what's morning blessing someone enjoyed this morning? I will close shortly. The next thing important 
is our citizenship. Amen this morning. Say my citizenship. Hallelujah. Some people will rejoice in being citizens of great nations of the world. Nothing wrong with that. But when you ask Jesus, Jesus took no joy in any earthly citizenship. But it wasn't his priority. In fact, he had the potential of establishing the greatest kingdom on earth. Who would not be happy to be in the city of Jesus at the time he came? But thank God will be in his kingdom when he comes back again. The evil almost took him forth to make him king so that they can be. Do you know the reason Peter, James, and John's mother came to Jesus? They had perceived that it will establish an earthly kingdom. So if they, saw, they say, Jesus, let one be on your left, that means one is your prime minister, one is your chief of staff, because they, she knows that every of the family member is settled. Orokoni. Jesus' kingdom. What can you need? Nothing. Bros. Many folks are doing things beyond the ordinary to gain citizenship of, of foreign lands. Sometimes people lie. They forget whose children they are. They, they deprive people of peace. They do all kinds of things. Because I know these days they tell you, just give our country $200,000. We'll give you straight citizenship. You know it, so people pay. Jesus never sought to be citizen of any nation. In his day, where could he have gone to? Greece. Yeah. That was the height. He warned disciples, says, don't go beyond Israel. For first it's for them. When they're satisfied, then you can take it out. Amen this morning. Your priority by the Lord as a believer is that you are proud that you are a citizen of heaven first. If that's not a guarantee in your heart, you're wasting time. No foreigner threatens me. No friend of mine who has lived in America for 40 years threatens me. There's one of you, if, 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 if your friend calls you in Canada, you start, you're almost like crying. How many of you know that once your friend comes from abroad, something, something goes wrong in your heart, you feel sad. You start feeling, and you're having a meal. True or false? I know. 
not for everybody but 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 on average no is it you is is it on my spirit that, that rubbed on you is it my spirit that rubbed on you she's doing like she's let me dig now is it wrong to travel no it's not wrong but let that not be that this is a source of my life without this i won't make it life no no somebody's wrong because it can be a trap for you my heavenly citizenship is sufficient for me so when i get it tell me deny christ or would you passport amen this morning your first citizenship is heaven if you get that you've gotten everything shall i show you this morning luke 10. i'll come back here this morning but luke 10. luke 10 this morning luke 10. i'm gonna end here this morning luke 10 we'll read verse 17 to 21 or the 20 luke 10. george let's hear this amen you know, I was sharing my wife, Mars. I said, I heard in the news that the next, the next World Cup of 2030 will be the 100 years of FIFA. How many have heard that news? And then they will play the World Cup in six countries. It's, it's happening. Six, six continents. Six countries, three continents. I had I the news. Six countries, three continents. Um, North America, Europe, and, 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 um, and, uh, and Africa. Morocco, Uruguay. Don't worry, doesn't go in there. How many of you knew that the first match they played, the stadium was packed full with people. But I told him, I say, I say, do you know that everybody in that pitch is dead? And then that was the height of their of their lives, seeing the first FIFA World Cup. To them, there was nothing more on earth than that. Do you know what is like nothing more on earth than what you want to experience? Actually, will be toy. We look like 1930 to those who see it in the next 100 years. They'll be wondering, why were they killing themselves on this kind of nonsense? My wife said, maybe some of my life. I said, no, we're, we're just causing it as we're working. I said, okay, they may be 100 years old. I said, but at that point, they are already useless to themselves. They had more aspiration than we had today. But yet, they are gone. Is there something about man that man don't think? I don't understand. Is there something about man that we just, we live for the moment? How many of you know that? Now as I'm talking, so I'm pastor, just talk. Amen? Amen. Some say, Pastor, is it, is it, Shule Tobaini, Abi? Shule Tobaini, Shule Tobaini. And guess what? They told Jesus exactly the same thing. But for me, when Joshua told them, as for me and my household, he has heard what they have said, that Joshua, he will more. This one you are doing, this land is so. We want, let's serve these gods. There's nothing wrong in it. 
He says, well, if you want to. That statement is not a statement of generalization, no. It's a personal, he said it because of what they have said in his hearing. They saw God's mighty hand in desert. Yeah, they saw Moses, are you brought to kill us? God, God will have mercy on Moses. You know, sometimes it's easy to blame somebody until you, you, you are in a person's shoes. You know, you always know better than somebody else that is, that, that, you know, sometimes, sometimes our children think they, they know better than us that, daddy, why are you like this? The age has gone. Stop being like old. Is when they grow into that school. They say, ah. Uh, Me, I'll pray for Moses. Do you know what Moses has gone through? With three million, he himself too was was like them. So it's only God that because he said, "Should we bring? Why are you this stiff-necked? Were they stiff-necked? Yes. But in God's mercy, God says, leave them. They are my own. They are not your own. What a merciful God." As you go to from, from George, yield your soul to God. For that's all that matters. He's your priority. This salvation, this redemption is your passport. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But it can't be clearer than this. God is bringing us to a place where our choices will be hinged on redemption. Okay, I will close now. We took any offer I have, where is Christ inside this offer? If Christ is not there, hmm, it's poison. If you cannot locate in this time we are because I feel something this morning. I, I don't know tonight I'm trying to wake the church up so that we can go forth and wake others up. There's, there's, there's so much sleep. We have, we have left the priorities of God. Where is Christ in the offer? If Christ is not found there, Throw it away. He will take care of you. In Matthew 10, verse 51, there about, hold on, don't go there, leave here, I'm coming here. He said, those that believe not, he says, they will be cast into outer darkness. Whether we weeping, I will have my hand caught. That not go there. If I will be evicted or ejected to make heaven, I will, I will choose eviction. It's a, a matter of time. My, my, my being homeless has time limit. Maximum 40 years. A trial will not be too long. 
and Jesus has established this fact. But you know the church is as dead to these truths than never before. But for you, there must be awakening. And your priorities will be changed. So when men say there's a casting down, you say in the midst of that casting down, there's what? A lifting up. And the seventh will return again with joy. Saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Now, these are people that have never en- they saw Christ alone do these things. But suddenly, the same power at work in Christ began to work in them. And that produced joy. The word joy that is the same joy that Christ had. That means it was like their dream come true. Why is it that men are always focused on the temporary? It's just about the flesh. Vacation. Ice cream. Men sees me as I've accomplished. So we are struggling to please men so that so that they, they, they don't say we are we didn't we didn't make it up. We are doing everything to be accepted. But yet Jesus never lived like that. He had all things, but nothing controlled him. God is bringing us to a place where he will give us all things and nothing will control us. Our service to God is not hinged on what we have or what we don't have. It's about the love he has shown to us. And he said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Next verse. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Verse 20. Notwithstanding. That means this is not it. This is really why I came. That one is a subset of this. When it says notwithstanding, Yoruba, what does that mean? When you read English and you find notwithstanding, that means everything I've said before is not to be compared to what I'm going to say now. That means this is not where your joy really is. That joy you're having is misplaced. There's something else you don't know. This one is not the base of the joy of my creation. This is where the joy is. This is where the real Igbado is. Should this is a true word of the Lord. You know, those days, when they said, This is the word of the Lord. Blessed be the, the word of the Lord. This is the word of God. 
Do not rejoice at this. Let not your joy be that you are entering a new house. You are buying a new car. It's not wrong to rejoice, but let not, your, let not the base of your joy be on this. Because even those who don't serve God have it. So if your joy is based on this, it means there's no difference between you and those who are going to hell. In fact, it makes it impossible for you to preach to them. Because you claim you're on the same level. They have, I have. Person lives on body loan. I live also on what? Body loan. So there's no reason. So we're all one. We're all, no, we are not. Do not rejoice at this. That the spirits are subject to you. I love this. But rejoice that your ah. You know, someone this morning whose name is Mugala, please rejoice in God this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Please, this morning, if you are here, you're not born again, please. You have all made most miserable. But God is opening the door for you. His mercy is here now. You can be saved this morning. But rejoice in that your names are enrolled. At you call the way that what it says in Revelation 20. It says the books were opened. And another book was opened. The books are the books of of, of records. The other book is the book of life. Whosoever name is not found written in the book of life. And how are men's name in, in the book of life? By faith in Christ Jesus. That's the reason anyone close to you that you have not spoken the gospel to, ah, you are a wicked person. It's either you are not saved or you don't know the dangers of not being saved. But I know in this church you know. For you've been well taught. I will close now. Verse 21. I have one point when my time is up this morning. 21, help me. Hear what he said. Hear what he said. 21. Alright. And in that same, same hour, Jesus, hold on, church. At what hour? In the hour he told them that he himself rejoiced because he knew the mission accomplished. This is what the father wanted to bring forth to the world. That the joy of people now translates from the earth to up there. I find thee, O Father of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes who have put their faith. So the very reason for Christ going to the cross is to renegotiate and redesign what true joy is. And that men might know what joy really is and true joy is in salvation. So I'm going to close.
But if you know this joy in salvation, then let it show in your life. You walk on the street. Glory to God. What is it? All things are well. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What is it? Something happened. Yes. I'm born again. You walk away. Because that's not what they, what they know that brings men to, to rejoice. You post on your Facebook page, praise God, I got my citizenship. I'm, I'm born again. You think I said? Folks, the world is going the way of Satan. The church is the stabilizing factor. You are the salt. It is the church that still preserves the earth. Once the church is removed, the earth disintegrates. You are the light. You are the one that still brings light to the world. So let that light shine. Don't be ashamed. Amen this morning. Priority. But we are of the what? Of the commonwealth of the home. The real homeland is oh shh. I'm walking like someone from the homeland. This homeland walk. Home something is the song don't come. Amen. Can, can we be that bold about our citizenship and put it in the face of everyone by the faith of God? This is my joy. This is my hope. That's what we have. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white, white snow? Are you washed? In the blood of the Lamb, are you washed? Are you washed in the blood? In the soul, cleansing blood of the Lamb, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood? Of the land. There's a verse in that hymn that says, When the bridegroom cometh, will your robes be white, pure and white in the blood of the land? Will you stand, stand, standing in his grace this hour and be washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed? Are you washed? This morning, ask your neighbor. This morning, ask your neighbor. 
Don't ask them. Are you washed? In the blood, saving blood of the land. Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the land? That's our joy. Give me this and I'm okay. For this is our reality. For when my old men close their eyes in death, they open their eyes only to see eternity. No other way apart from Christ Jesus. For I said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. And you've come by that way. But don't keep that way to yourself alone. Let all men hear. For the time is short. The day is fast spent. The night is gone in. The morning is here. So rejoice in God. And hold on to the, to the, to the, to the fountain of your redemption. And stay trusting. Till the very end. This morning I hope this word has encouraged you. And has made you again see. The strength in God. And the promise of eternal life. And the vanity of this world. And the great grandeur and blessings we have yonder in Christ. Let no one talk you out of this. For this is the real. And this is needful. He that has this has all things. He said, life is priority. The word is priority. Our citizenship is priority. And prayer is priority. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you again. Lord, you brought us thus far to reveal Jesus to us. Lord, we pray this morning that with the seed of this word, our faith will be established much more. Lord, the reality of Christ will register in our hearts. And Lord, we will not be sucked in by the deception of the world, but we will stand strong in your grace. Lord, may we not be people that hear alone, but doers of your will. As we go forth in this week, there will be doing of your will. In the name of Jesus. Lord, stir our hearts. Let it burn with holy fire. With holy conviction. And let it stir us up into growing as we push ourselves into studying, reading, praying, and challenging ourselves to live for you. We thank you, God, for continuing this, your will. We'll find joy in it. We'll find grace in it. We'll find provision in it. We'll find protection in it. We'll find, we'll find healing in it. We'll find health in this way. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name.